you are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. <laughs> Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, how's it going, sir? It's going well. You know, uh, we, we the football season's over, but there's still plenty of football left. Uh, and uh, this is, uh, you know, some of my favorite weeks of the of, I guess the season, uh, you know, this is the kind of weird area that where there's still reg, there's still not regular season, but season football happening in this postseason. And then you start, you, you've also started to bleed a little bit into uh, the 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 off season and start talking mm-hmm. about prospects. And obviously, we have a lot to talk about on that front with the Senior Bowl this week. Yeah, the Senior Bowl continues to roll on down in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, And today we're going to talk about some of our biggest winners and losers. We're going to go position by position. Uh, This is going to be fun, Lane. We're just going to have a little conversation about some of the guys that have impressed us and maybe some of the guys that have failed to live up to expectations. Uh, You and I are both offensive line junkies. We we love throwing on the All-22 tape after a Cowboys win or loss and watching those guys up front. So we have to start with the offensive line here. Who is the one player that has really stood out to you on the offensive line? Uh, for me, it's been a, a guy from a, kind of a smaller school, but uh, obviously with a lot of pedigree, North Dakota State uh, tackle uh, Dylan Raditz, I, I think is how mm. you say his name. I'm not sure. We're still we're still figuring out pronunciations here. Uh, but but yeah, I just thought you know what you what you worry about a lot of times with uh, some of the smaller uh, school guys is how, you know what are their fundamentals like what's the coaching like that they got at their school uh, you know what what's how 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 what kind of base of, of level of skill do they have coming in? Mm-hmm. A lot of times they end up being really raw players. And the guys that you see that come out of uh, uh, small schools that are offensive linemen, they're usually the the, the measurables guys, right? Because, right. They, you, right. oh, my gosh, look at this guy. He's 6'7", and he's playing with accountants. And then it's, an, it's a really difficult evaluation trying to figure it out. But the thing here is that, you know, Raditz came from a school in North, uh, North Dakota State, and obviously Cowboys fans uh, will know that that's obviously where uh, – Current or former, former Eagles, you know, formerly sure, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 Carson Wentz went so, and, and it's it's a powerhouse in that division. It's it's. Mm-hmm. I think they've won the the championship. I mean, I think they've won it a, a bunch of years in a row, if I'm not mistaken. But they're always yeah. And they've yeah. got they've got NFL guys now in the league other than Carson Wentz. We're actually going to talk about another one in a little bit. Jabril yeah. Cox. I don't know if you knew that came from yeah, North actually Dakota came from State. North Dakota State before yeah. he was at LSU. So, um, yeah. And 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 I, I guess my point is with this kid, uh, you know, he, it's actually kind of the opposite, right? He's not the the measurables guys. I mean, though he's he, I think he kind of meets the requisite uh, mm-hmm. length and height that you want for for a guy who could be either a guard or a tackle. Uh, but the thing that really stood out for me. And, and 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 this is kind of funny because I was I noticed him while actually trying to watch uh, pass rushers. It, it, he just mm-hmm. has such a beautiful pass set. Like he, he's really obviously very well coached. He's very balanced in his set. Uh, he doesn't overreach. He's a, he's a little bit uh, uh sh- you know not shorter, but he's got average length. Uh, and he's coming into in, into the uh, uh uh you know into a, a higher level of competition. And what you see with guys like that often is that. 
you know the, the nerves they'll want to reach out and grab uh, and, and reach out and hit the, the the defender that's coming at them and and, and ultimately mm-hmm. what they do is they lunge and they get over their feet and they lose balance uh, and and that's a function of just not trusting their athleticism and not trusting their technique raditz doesn't have that issue he was balanced in his stance throughout and, and it, it served him well in a lot of the one-on-ones that i saw yeah so he had wins uh on Wednesday's practice at left tackle and at left guard, which I thought was interesting that yeah. the coaching staff there tried him inside. Um, he, he can get moved back a little bit, but he stays on his block. And, yeah. and that's one thing that's really good. His feet, he's always in the right position. I really like him. So that's a yeah. great call. Probably top 100 pick. I think that almost feels like a lock now, right? Now, for sure. Absolutely. I think it's certainly within the, uh, the realm of possibility. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he slipped a little bit just because, you know, uncertainty with the small school in, in this year. Just, I wouldn't worry like, about it, honestly. But, but uh, if you get him in the fourth round, you get an absolute steal. Yeah, I, for the Cowboys, I mean, that's a guy that if he's there in the third round and you don't dr- take a tackle early, that's a perfect guy to develop as a swing tackle because he's already got the feet. He the 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 maybe the measurables aren't great, but you add a little bit of core strength, a little bit of power, uh, and that's a starting tackle all day long in the NFL. Uh, let's stick with the offensive tackles. Uh, James Hudson, another guy from Cincinnati, who uh, I. Landon, I'm not exaggerating. Did not know this person existed before I watched <laughs> Wednesday's practice. And it was one of those things where I was watching Shaka Tony and some of these other defensive ends. And this Hudson kid just kept winning every single matchup. And there was a couple reps where he absolutely buried a guy. Uh, so this is a guy for me that I put on a list. After the Senior Bowl's over, I'm going to go watch his tape because what I saw at the Senior Bowl uh, was really, really good. One more name that I have to throw out as a winner for the offensive lineman, Creed Humphrey, the yeah. center from Oklahoma. Yep. Uh, we knew a lot about him. He was somebody who went back for his senior year uh, with the Sooners this year. Uh, probably could have came out and been a top 100 pick last year. Uh, I think he's got a chance to be a first-round pick. Again, just didn't lose, and guys had trouble even gaining an inch on him. Yeah, I was really impressed with what I saw from Creed Humphrey. Yeah, I and mean, I guess I can kind of uh, bleed this into another guy. Is I, I saw uh, an impressive rep of Creed's when I was watching some of the defensive tackle guys like uh, Marvin Wilson and 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 some of the uh, uh, the Notre Dame guys. You know, there's two mm-hmm. there's two uh, off defensive tackles that I want to <laughs> mention that uh, I think I, I've had a hard time kind of differentiating, and I've actually heard seen a couple other people talk about this as well but i think they're they're both have been note noteworthy so far uh and and they're both the problem is that they're both number 91 and number 92 uh on the national Mm -hmm. team um and and uh, they both one of them went to ucla and one of them went to notre dame so they both have gold they got that gold helmet (laughs) yeah and one of them is osa odikizua who i I, obviously people that have been listening to the pod have have heard me uh, talk about him i talked about him yesterday he had another really good day today uh and as well as uh, ade (laughs) ogundeji and i I apologize you're close enough we're good um but both uh guys who uh we're winning inside and outside a little bit. Uh, they're they're mm-hmm. kind of different body types, but both of them are extremely long-armed players, extremely uh, long yes. uh, wingspans, uh, and both of them know how to use that leverage as well inside. And and, and so, 
I think with Osa, uh, it's it's a little bit more uh, power and shoving and, and kind of moving around. With uh, Ade, it's 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 a lot of just leveraging, lever- using his leverage. Incredible! I saw, I saw him execute a forklift inside on a guy. Uh, you know, he's just he uses his length very well. Uh, and and I think both of those guys were are noteworthy, even though if they uh, they were kind of difficult to differentiate between the two. Was there any offensive linemen at the Senior Bowl that you've seen so far that have disappointed you at all? Uh, Alex Leatherwood for me a little bit just because I was hoping for him to have a little bit more quickness at left tackle. He's probably going to be a right tackle or guard in the NFL. But for you, is there anybody that you know maybe wasn't as impressive as you would like to see? I mean, if, you know, kind of in the same vein, and maybe this is just us overrating Alabama offensive linemen. I thought Brown was uh, Deontay Brown. Yeah, was it was not quite the power player that I assumed he was. I mean, he definitely was throwing guys around at, at certain points, but I also saw him kind of get moved around a little bit and, and, and in a way that I didn't expect him to. So, uh, uh, you know, despite this is obviously, you know, a, a not quite level high level of talent. Well, I mean, like, you know, it's probably on par with playing against SEC guys all the time. Sure, right? but, sure. Uh, but I, I just, I, I don't know. I think I just his reputation maybe preceded him a little bit more than, than I expected. One last offensive lineman that I'm curious to really dig into the tape after the Senior Bowl is over. Uh, Trey Smith, who is a former offensive tackle from Tennessee, is actually playing guard uh, at the Senior Bowl. A lot of medical history there, but this was somebody who was routinely mocked inside the top 10 at this time last year. Uh, Just somebody to file away, and let's talk about him later on, on the podcast. Just wanted to take one more quick break to tell you guys about Bet Online. We've got the Super Bowl coming up. We've got basketball. We've got UFC. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust with our bets, and that is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKED ON for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts i also want to tell you about our old friends at built bar you guys know about built bar it's the best protein bar out there it's hard to even explain it it's real chocolate with amazing flavors and a great combination of low calories high protein and low sugar with no crazy additives best of all They taste absolutely fantastic. You guys know that I have one every single day. And they are releasing six new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and apple almond crisp. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN and you'll get $10 off your first box. Again, that is BuiltBar.com. Let's transition, Landon, over to the defensive side of things and talk about linebackers because that's a position that we think the Cowboys could be interested in upgrading this offseason, uh, we think we, they, they're going to want to add some speed at linebacker. And there were some guys that were impressive so far at the Senior Bowl. Give me one of your biggest winners at the linebacker position. I think Jabril Cox, I mean, just continues mm. to have a really great 2020 campaign as a prospect. Uh, you know, I think he obviously, you know, just what, what, with whatever's going on with COVID and, and a lot of difficult decisions that a lot of players had to make this year, uh, I think he made a very correct decision in, in, in uh, coming in back and playing because he re- his stock has really shot up. Uh, you know, he like you mentioned before, he came from North Dakota State. Uh, he's just only been in the LSU program for a short while, but he's, he's made a, a 
uh, an indelible mark there, and uh, mm. all the coaches speak very highly of him. Uh, and he came out here, and he and he showed a lot of good stuff. I mean, he shows a, a, a guy who can be an asset in coverage, uh, can can cover running backs, can cover tight ends. Um, and I think you know if you're looking for a run and hit, running will linebacker, uh, I think Jabril Cox is a good fit. I mean, he, he's not. Um, He's not an elite athlete. He's not the uh, the kind of guy who is going to set the, w- would have set the combine on fire mm-hmm. necessarily, uh, but he's got great instincts and he de- certainly has oily enough hips and and the enough athleticism to be good in coverage. Uh, and and I think that you know again that's the kind of uh, running back I mean, linebacker that has a lot of value right now in the NFL. Yeah, I think a lot of people that are expecting, you know, Patrick Queen or Deion Jones, you know, some former LSU linebackers might be a little bit disappointed because he doesn't have the same burst and acceleration as those guys, but just a pretty good player. Uh, Probably a third round pick in that range, uh, but maybe somebody you can get on the field in sub packages right away. Pretty clear that he's comfortable in space. Uh, I like him quite a bit. Uh, another linebacker that's in a different mold than Cox is Baron Browning from Ohio State. This is a 240-pound downhill thumper who I've been really impressed with. In coverage, it gets a little wonky at times. He's actually been fairly good in the one-on-one stuff, but when you see him going downhill or blitzing or coming off the edge, he was really, really good. He had a rep on Wednesday uh, where he was lined up as an edge player and dipped around the corner and would have got the sack if it was a live drill. Uh, I, I actually posted the, the video on Twitter, and a couple people that are very close to the, the Ohio State program said he might be a better defensive end in the NFL, and you can see that with his you know ability to rush the passers. So I'm not sure how the fit would be with the Cowboys, but if you're looking for, again, another day two linebacker that's just a really solid player and a, maybe an ascending player, keep an eye on Baron Browning. His, um, his teammate, Justin Hiller, had a pretty good practice, too. I, I yeah. Think today. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they are really push, pushing out some nice linebackers, apparently, at least in this class. Well, let's talk about some of these Ohio State linebackers. Oh, maybe not one. all of them, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's one that had a really rough day, and we're going to transition over to losers at the linebacker position. Tough Borland. Um, Landon, this is a guy 20 years ago would have been a pro bowler in the NFL, right? A downhill thumper, uh, can play between the tackles, going to make every single tackle. But uh, what the running backs did today to him in coverage was just... It was rough. Uh, he it's can't a crime in, sp- in some states, what they did. Yeah, to him, I, you know? <laughs> again, I, I, this is another one. I tweeted out the video, and I actually legitimately felt bad about tweeting it out because it just wasn't good. Uh, I'm sorry, Tough Borland. You just you might not be able to cut it out in the NFL. Any other linebackers that disappointed? No, I just think, you know, obviously with Ohio State, they, they invited two of them and they felt bad, so they just invited Tough along as well. So, uh, How about Chas Surratt? What have you thought of Chas Surratt so far? You know, another guy who I guess I, I was expecting more from his reputation. I was, you know? I I mean, again, mm-hmm. I, I'm a little bit behind on some of the other draft nicks who have been studying this full time because we've been doing in-season stuff. But as we start to catch up, he's a guy that I just I've heard a lot about. And I don't know, man, like I, I don't I don't see it at all with him. I don't I mean, see I, it. Yet I, either, I, no. I certainly I'm certainly not against that that type of linebacker. I mean, I, yes. I think the undersized. Uh, uh, speed will linebacker is is a, is you know is got a, a role in the NFL and and I don't mind taking that guy kind of high but mm-hmm. um, I just don't see it with the, with this particular player I just a, a guy who 
looks lost at times you know just looks like he doesn't and i understand that he's raw and that's that's fine but it's like he's raw and he's undersized and he's, and he's old 24 year old prospect and you hate the hate the older plot that's for sure. <laughs> but i mean <laughs> we're not going to talk about your your ageism yet uh, we're yeah, talk about sure. that a little bit later into the deeper into the <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean that's that's the other thing too is that he, for a raw undersized guy who's you know kind of ad- advanced age at this point for, for being a prospect you know you know where where's the upside there it's i don't know i just think uh there's other guys who i think have probably similar athleticism to him and uh that i i don't think are are as being as highly talented as he is yeah i don't understand if you're gonna have that type of player who's raw why not take is it nazardine the the florida state safety who's like 215 pounds yeah i'd rather just have him play as a linebacker Yeah. yeah yeah i mean they're basically the same size, and one guy can actually cover a little bit. So, <laughs> I, I, again, I, maybe I'm missing something with Chaz Surratt. It just it hasn't been there in practice yet. Uh, let's go ahead and transition to the defensive backs. Uh, we're going to put the corners and safeties all in the same unit. Uh, what guys have impressed you the most in the secondaries? I'm going to talk about my guy, Richie Grant. I mean, I'm just not going to not talk about him. So, uh, you know, again, it just, I mean, showed range, showed the ability to get to the sideline. Uh, I think he, you know, he almost had a pick today in practice. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I just think that he's shown that uh, he can handle the position. I think he can play either 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 uh, safety spot. Uh, but I think the fact that, you, I mean, you could find a guy who could play free safety full-time is pretty rare. So uh, I would draft him as our free safety and – Let's roll, baby. Yeah, I like that call a lot. Uh, Effie Melifonwu, the brother of Obi Melifonwu, yep. the second-round pick for the Raiders, uh, continues to be the best cornerback at the Senior Bowl. He had a rep against Marquez Stevenson from Houston, who is probably the fastest receiver at the uh, at the Senior Bowl. Followed him stride for stride down the field, all the way into the end zone, made the pass break up. Uh, he had a couple times where he, was, he did an excellent job driving on the football on slants. Uh, just a prototype cover three cornerback. Really, really impressed there. Any cornerbacks that maybe didn't live up or safeties that haven't lived up to the hype yet? Uh, you know, I, I, I heard some things about uh, DeMar Hamlin. Um, mm-hmm. Who was who was I guess the other guy that played with Paris Ford right in, in Pittsburgh? Yeah. No. Um, I, I didn't see anything. I you know I, I I gotta say like I just haven't noticed a lot of the defense. It's not backs. a great defensive back class in the Senior Bowl. It's really not. So it's not not particularly. I mean, like I said, maybe my eyes wandering too much to, to my hmm. guy, but I, I just feel like uh, you know I've I've tried looking around for other guys. Um, you know, obviously uh, Nazir. I, I mean, I'm not even gonna attempt to to try his name uh he stands out just because of his size and his length you know but i also nazardine sorry yes uh i also think that he could end up playing linebacker if if, Mm -hmm. if he needed to but uh as far as like pure cover guys uh outside of melifonwu there hasn't been anyone who's really you know grabbed my attention so far yeah i've i certainly don't see any day one picks here in the secondary only a handful of day two guys. Um, I will say, can, I I expected more out of DJ Daniel. You know, I, yeah, I, I would I, agree. Yeah. I, I, I was that was a guy that I was expecting. Okay, this is a guy who I thought maybe he got lost. In the sh- I mean, he's not a Dallas guy either way because he's just too no. small. But but I I, I expected to, to kind of see him take a step here and, and like really because he has that kind of athleticism and in, in the pedigree. Uh, and it, it's I mean it's early obviously, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. 
Yeah, all right. I, I would agree. That's somebody who we need to see more of, whether it's at the Senior Bowl game, Pro Day, uh, somebody to keep an eye on. Just wanted to pause really quickly to tell you guys about Built Bar. You know how much I love Built Bar. We talk about them all the time. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors and a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste absolutely fantastic, and they are releasing six new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and apple almond crisp. I also highly recommend that you guys try uh, the coconut almond and the toffee almond, two of my favorites right now, just just absolutely phenomenal. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first box at BuiltBar.com. Just a couple other guys that I wanted to mention really quickly. Dwayne Eskridge, I think this is four straight uh, episodes in a row that we've mentioned him. Nobody can cover him there. He's yeah. just so fast. I, th- I mean, a lot of like Tyler Lockett vibes from Dwayne Eskridge. I can okay. certainly see that. Nico Collins, a wide receiver from Michigan, made a okay. few really nice contested catches today. Um, Carlos Basham. I was just going to say Carlos Basham. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say Basham had a Basham today or on Wednesday's practice. They were actually playing him as a three technique. I know. I was in, he he had some great drills. snaps inside, and and I, that was it was really interesting to see because he has he has that body right. I mean, he's that's the thing. Mm-hmm. He's like a six. He's like six three two eighty playing on the outside, and and so it's like he, I wanted to see him rush more inside. And I thought he did well there. I know a lot of people are going to compare him to Tyrone Crawford as this kind of inside outside player. The only difference that I see, Landon, is that Basham, his hands are violent. Like, there's yep. a lot of pop in those hands. So, if you want to play him as a three technique, he can get up the field and he can move guys. So, that is somebody I'm really interested in. Uh, another guy that I know that you like a little bit from just watching the Senior Bowl, Quincy Roche, a defensive end slash linebacker from Miami. What would you think? I mean, I don't, I don't know how you can't like what he's done so far. I mean, I mm. thought that he's just impressive, a ton of impressive reps. He's won a whole bunch of ways. You know, I've seen him win inside and outside, uh, inside and outside on from <laughs> from the edge position, winning mm. inside the tackle, outside the tackle, not as a defensive tackle because he's a he is a very light guy as a pass rusher, uh, maybe even more of a of a kind of a pass rush specialist, I would say. Um, so. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's he's really stood out just because, like I said, he's won a bunch of different ways. He had a really mm-hmm. nice two-handed swipe to get inside to, uh, to get to the quarterback. Uh, he just he looks very uh, developed uh, as a, as a pass rusher with his skill set. So uh, I think you know if you're looking for uh, who's that guy? I hate to put this up. Who's the guy that plays for the Rams that was uh, that was that was the uh, OU player a couple of years ago? That's who he reminds me of a little bit. That oh yeah, I, now now I can double O right? Or Wonku, right? Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, we call uh, him double O. Yeah yeah. He's one of those guys where he, he looks like. He's got some skill set. The only thing that's holding him back is that he might be a tick undersized for 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 the league. So maybe what you do is you only play him on third downs, and uh, and and, you, and he gives you some special teams. All right. What what about a guy that we liked last year, Zach Bond? How does he compare to Zach Bond? I think he's prop Zach Bond to me. I think has more value as a right now as a every down player, just because mm-hmm. uh, I think he can do a, a bunch. I, I think Bond had a more varied skill set. Well, you know what? Look, I, I can't say that for sure, but uh, but because I haven't watched Bond, a, a Bond definitely had more. Bond can play off the ball more than yeah. I think what at least Roche has shown so far. But I wouldn't be surprised if Roche is the the better pass rusher in the NFL. Sure. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, again, like I think he, he I think he, he's going to make a living rushing the passer on third downs. Mm-hmm. Any quarterbacks stand out to you at all? Uh, you know, look, Mac Jones looks through the ball well. You know, yeah, but I mean, uh, but he's like same, a point guard. That that's the, that's the best description I can give of Mac Jones. He just nothing flashy. He just gets the ball to the receiver. That's Kellen, pretty important. Kellen Mond threw the ball well too, but again, like. I mean, I tweeted it today. Like, I, I just I don't know what you're getting out of the quarterback play in this at this point in the in the in the process, right? It's mm. it's seven on seven practices for the most part, you know. I, so, I saw a lot of quarterbacks in seven on seven either running the ball or or checking it down, which yeah. that's a what big. Do you, what do you get? Day. What do you get from that? Nothing. Like it's yeah, oh, and, no. and you, you don't get anything from the wide receivers either on that because no. like if you don't throw the ball because it's like. What are you doing running on a seven and seven drill? Yeah, those poor running backs. Their hands got to be so sore after Wednesday's practice. So yeah. just catching a million balls in seven on seven and nine on seven. So yep. that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB, and you can follow me at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time.